Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome everyone to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica. And we have yet another fabulous light worker. Her name is Jessica. And we will be looking into her astrological birth chart today to figure out um, some of the questions that she has around her higher calling. So I want to welcome you, Jessica, to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Angel. I'm super excited to be here. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I just have to say before we even get started, oh my gosh, I pulled up your chart. I have never seen so much Gemini. Do you know that? No, but tell me. Oh my goodness. Well, we're going to get into it, but I pulled the first thing I looked at, I was like, I've never seen so much Gemini in anybody's chart before. I mean, even air, like you have a lot of air. So I'll go into what that whole means. <laughs> Um, but because this is, well, I think this is the first time we've ever spoken. Is that right? It is. Okay. So because it's the first time we've just spoken and obviously our audience wants to get to know you a little bit better. So t- tell me a little bit about who you are and what you're doing in the world. Well, I am, I call myself a life coach and what I've been doing, I've been doing this for about three years and I was in the corporate world for about 15 years and really felt that imposter fraud syndrome. I was helping people build their businesses. Um, I was basically a coach, but more on a business side. And then I decided it was really important for me to work with individuals' lives, not just on their business, but everything that is involved with that life. And so I've been doing that for three years. And I would say in the past year, I've really had a breakthrough and where I feel confident that I'm exactly where I need to be. I'm helping people. I'm passionate about women using their voices to fight through 
that imposter fraud, that it doesn't need to be there. And that the more you believe in yourself and find where your service is, the less that that disappears. And so I, um, this past year, I've been really strong with that and I feel good in, in my place, but I still have a lot of questions in, in what my place is as, uh, as in service. Okay. So the biggest challenge you're having is? I would say my biggest challenge is, is having confidence in having a unique voice and what that would be to create from that unique voice. Okay. So it sounds like it's a little bit of branding. It's a little bit about um, just getting to the core, the core of who you are and what your messaging is. Yeah. Um, I would really just so you can attract your kismet clients. Exactly. I would say branding and core content. I feel this call to have content, like, um, I don't know if it's a course, I don't know if it's something like that, but I'm struggling what that uniqueness is that I bring. Okay. Well, let's do our best to look into your chart and see if we can answer some of those questions uh, and leave you with a game plan. Okay. I like it. Okay. So let me just pull it up. Okay. So you de okay, you so you definitely have a, a Gemini stellium. Like I mentioned, you have one, two, three, four, five, six <laughs> planets in the sign of Gemini. You've got one, two, three, four, five, six, 12 signs that are air signs. <laughs> <laughs> you have so much air in your chart. So, okay, first of all, I just have to say, do you find that You've got a lot of ideas, but not a lot of grounding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, it's no wonder. And it's like, because you have all this Gemini, uh, it's like, you know, you're, you're your own worst enemy. It's like, you've got this great idea. Then you're like, I don't know, maybe I need to tweak it over here. And then like, you never kind of find your, your path. It's so funny. Cause just yesterday when I was thinking about my word for 2018, it was grounding. How can I find grounding in myself this year? Well, okay, so two things that are happening planetarily, uh, planetarily or whatever the word is, um, right now in the Zodiac is that we've got Saturn and Capricorn. It just entered into this transit uh, on, G uh, excuse me, December, 20 December 19th, and it'll stay there until March 23rd, 2020. So we're actually in a very grounding um, aspect with Capricorn in Saturn because Saturn, as I'll go into in just a second, is really, he's the, he's the father figure. He wants to get you on a plan. He wants you to create a routine. He wants to reward you financially and with opportunities and with people. So there is, you know, we're in a place where for the next two years, we're really getting to the nose to the grind. He's going to reward us. So the, the bigger challenge is how do we get Gemini on board? So that's what we're going to kind of focus on um, because you have so many plants in Gemini. I'm almost going to feel like I'm repeating myself a lot, but I'm just going to start with the three main signs. Okay. So you've got your sun in Gemini, you've got your rising sign in Scorpio, and you have your moon in Gemini. So let me just explain what the difference is. Okay. So your sun is basically how you see yourself. Uh, it's like when we read our horoscopes, it's like we relate to it more than probably maybe how other people might see us. So um, I like to think of your sun sign is not just not just how you see yourself, but it's actually like your secret sauce. So mm. we're kind of, we're going to start getting Gemini um, we're going to give her what she wants. She wants to, 
you know, she wants to be seen. She wants to be heard. She wants to be noteworthy. She wants to be seen as an intellectual. So we're going to save that. We're going to sprinkle that on any kind of course that you do, any kind of content that you create. Um, it's not necessarily the thing that we're going to lead with because you've got your rising sign in the sign of Scorpio. So luckily we've got another sign here to kind of play with. Um, your rising sign is actually how other people see you. Mm. So even though you're all Gemini and you're like swimming with all these ideas and you're, you know, maybe making decisions and feeling grounded is a challenge for you. But when people see you, they see you as Scorpio. They see you as someone that has, who is a deep, thoughtful thinker. Um, someone who um, likes to, likes to swim in the deep end of the pool. Um, they're, they're the ones that are interested um, in getting to the root of things, you know, and I think about Scorpio, I think about um, them being a detective, you know, like they're kind of gathering all the facts, which is very harmonious when you think about Gemini, because Gemini is kind of like the reporter. Um, they're the person that's collecting the facts as well, but then they're going and writing about it or they're talking about it. Um, so they're both really highly educated uh, signs. And so they play off each other. But the difference is Gemini is, I don't want to say sh more shallow, but, but Scorpio just has a depth that you really can't beat. And I really think of all the 12 signs of the Zodiac, Scorpio is really the one that, you know, people can't always put their finger on them because they um, have spent so much time researching, um, you know, very, the mysteries of life. Um, the things that, um, you know, I don't know, I'm thinking of like the Egyptian culture, or the Mesopotamian, like they're trying to go all the way back because they're like collecting the data. It's almost like they're trying to come up with their own theory around, <laughs> around things. So when people look at you, they're really seeing this person that um, has a lot to teach them because they're going back so far in order to set the foundation so that people understand what it is that they're here to teach. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And it really resonates with me because it's funny that you say that because that is, I am con I'm a seeker of like law of attraction, all of that. I am down the rabbit hole in studying, but I also, I feel like people see me as flighty which must be the Gemini airy thing because that's how I kind of see myself as kind of, you know, very jumping around so much. So I wonder that people see how much I, I study and how deep I want to go intellectually, but I'm afraid to bring it. See, and the thing the world. is they already see, so you think That's they see you as Gemini and flighty, but they're actually thinking, they see you as someone that they're going to go to Scorpio when they want the truth. Mm, you know, like I think the truth is like a key word for Scorpio. Like it's like the Scorpio is the one sign of the Zodiac that nobody can fool. Like mm. you just can't fool a Scorpio. They're like, yeah, I don't think so because they're highly intuitive. They're a water sign. Um, if you, if energetically they feel like something's off, they are paying attention to that. So it's like, you're not going to really um, pull one over on Scorpio. So when they look at you, they look at you with respect only, I mean, maybe even a little fear because like, wow, this person really does, um, walk their talk, um, and stand in their truth. So if anything, I would bump up the Scorpio and like your presence of when you're like out in social media or you're out doing talks or wherever you're, um, potentially, uh, drawing in your kismet clients and play up that, that occult vibe. 
you know, mm. that like secret world vibe, because that's what they're already seeing you as. So you might as well just embrace it. That's so funny. Cause I'm always like, God, do I play down my woo woo? You know, <laughs> on this point, I think not. In fact, I think people are craving the truth. Uh, mm. And a lot of people like the, first of all, a lot of people don't have their rising sign in Scorpio. So they, so they're dancing around the truth. And here you are going, I'm just going to be a straight shooter. Um, and, and it's not going to feel airy fairy. It's not going to feel like, you know, here's a concept. It's going to be like, no, here's some facts to back up how quantum physics works. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they're yeah. going to be the one that's really going to start from that foundational standpoint of, of speaking their truth and showing them um, how to solve a problem from the root. Yeah. Resonates. Okay. Now your moon sign is in the sign of Gemini. Okay. So your moon is your feelings. Um, mm -hmm. It's your soul. It's all that inner stuff. That's the thing that's actually going to keep you motivated to keep going. And this is important because, um, you know, starting a business around your higher calling is so much different than just starting a business. I mean, anybody can go and file a, you know, a business registration and, you know, put up a website and sell stuff all day long. But when you're doing a higher calling, it's like we are emotionally involved because we're emotional creatures. And when we're, you know, speaking our truth and standing in our power and um, building a business around our higher calling, it's like we've got we've to keep those emotions in check. And so in this case, you have it in the sign of Gemini. Now, Gemini intellectualizes everything. It's almost going to be hard to, like, get Gemini to, like, talk about her feelings because she's always going to be like trying to understand why versus just like letting them be. Does that make yeah, sense? Absolutely. So some of the self-care, um, you know, rituals that you might want to implement, uh, is, you know, is, you know, air. So getting, going outside in fresh air. So anytime you're having like you know, you know, you're confused or you don't know what to do next, or, you know, you're kind of bugged by something or, you know, whatever's happening emotionally for you, like getting out in the fresh air, um, would start to soothe that Gemini, uh, moon, um, going out, um, in nature and reading anything that's, um, inspirational to you. This could also satisfy that, that rising Scorpio of like, you know, because because you intellectualize everything, sometimes we just need those um, those those affirmations, or we need um, we need those other words so that we can hear somebody else's side versus mm -hmm. just hearing our own voice. Um, I think that's like if sometimes the thing about Gemini is like we get in our own way um, because we have so much like we're so much in our crown chakra, we're so much like in cognitive, and like we really gotta. Let Gemini know, like, look, let's get out of our head for a minute. Let's get out in the fresh air. Let's go, um, go for a walk on the beach. Let's, you know, ground ourselves in that way, um, and that might create a new clarity around what those next steps are. So, if you ever feel like, what do I do next? It's time to get out in fresh air. It's time to let other people's words guide you versus um, trying to intellectualize everything. Um, let somebody else pick up some of the slack. Um, this will be having a mentor. Um, for me, I, I have a lot of Gemini. Also in my chart, I watch a lot of YouTube videos, like just spiritual videos that just kind of grounds me and gets me out of my own head and into somebody else's perspective. I like that. And I like the um, permission. 
you know, to like, this is what I need to give myself that permission as opposed to when you're a solopreneur making it, you always feel like I got to be working. I got to be doing this. I should be doing this. So I like that permission to like step back and ground and get into air and find your truth kind yeah. of thing. There's a book I would recommend for you. It's called um, The One Thing. Mm. It's by Gary Keller. He's the guy that started Keller Realty. Um, but there is a, the one thing is basically a question. And the question is this, you know, what's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary. Mm. And what that's going to do is it's going to challenge Gemini intellectually. So instead of, like you said, like solopreneurs, we're always doing like, what could, I need to work on something. But, the, it, you know, there's a saying, obviously, don't work harder, work smarter. And this is an opportunity for like, because you have so many ideas. And it's like, well, which ones do I implement? Well, that's where that question becomes so important. It's like, well, I could do them all. I could have this long checklist of all the shit to do. Or I could look at all of these ideas that I have and I could go, okay, of this list, which one should I work on? And if I worked on that one, would it make all the other ones easier or unnecessary? And now you start to, you know, chunk it down. You start to use that, that critical thinking mind that Gemini loves um, and, and, and find what that, that resolution is for you. And I found in my own business that that one question has saved me so much time. Mm, I like it. Okay. You've got Saturn in the sign of Gemini again. Okay. So like I mentioned, we've got a transit right now with Saturn and Capricorn, um, Saturn and Gemini. So Saturn, like I mentioned, is the father figure. He's the one that's basically going to help us show us the money. So if you've got it in the sign of Gemini, so imagine them going on a, like a little coffee date, Saturn sits down, Gemini sits down, they have a little chit chat and they're, and Saturn really enjoys Gemini because Saturn's not a big talker. Um, but Gemini is. So Gemini is kind of leading the conversation. But the thing that Saturn brings to the table is clarity. So, so Saturn's going, okay, all of that sounds amazing, Gemini, but we need a plan. <laughs> What's the idea that we can start with today and we can build upon that such that, that we do this, that we can now start to create revenue for ourselves. We can start attracting clients easier. Um, everything else starts to fall into place. So that's where Saturn's kind of like, he's guiding, you know, he's kind of like bringing, letting Gemini think that she's leading the show, but he's really the one honing the show. Um, and so that's where um, Gemini becomes um, interested because she wants to succeed. You know, she wants to make money. She wants to make a difference, uh, but she's her own worst enemy. So Saturn's like, look, why don't we use both parts of you? You know, you are the twin. You've got this one, you know, the little devil on one side and the little angel, and let's have them working together, that yin and yang. You know, what if like, you know, the courses that you put together, Jessica, always had the duality? You know, it's kind of like, okay, so people are seeing you as Scorpio and they're seeing you as like swimming in the deep end of the pool. It's like, give them, don't just give them the facts, give them both sides of the story. Hmm. So then it's kind of like you become like, you know, some of the best documentaries, I'll say this. So th some of the best documentaries that I've ever watched, it's like they let the viewer decide what they think is good or bad. You know, they never come out, you know, the best ones like kind of they keep it objective on some, you know, they're always kind of, you know, 
steered on one direction, but a good documentary lets you, it leaves you thinking like, did he really do it or didn't he? And so you become this, um, this muse for other people to, to think for themselves because you're giving them both sides of the story. It's like, well, if you went down this road, this could happen. If you went down this road, this, but I'm going to let you decide which road to take. So you really start to captivate your audience of people to start helping them think for themselves. Hmm, that's an interesting concept. And it's funny being a Gemini because I always do see both sides of the story. And I have a tendency to think of that as a fault because I, I can be really strong on something, but then somebody will give me a great counter argument. And I'm like, I totally see your side of the story too. And we can have a good um, conversation on both sides of that story. So that is, that's interesting that you should say that. You know, the kind of the beauty of that with that Scorpio-Gemini duality here is that, you know, Gemini is always going to keep it even Steven and, and Scorpio is always going to bring the facts. And then here you are, you know, the leader of this movement, whatever that movement ends up being for you, uh, of just really being able to inspire people to go out in the world and you know, own all of them, you know, the good, mm -hmm. the bad, the ugly, that whole thing. So I think we're kind of like, you were kind of getting through to um, what is this bigger message? I think we're like on the tier here. So let's move into, um, okay, let's talk about the nodes. Okay. You have your North node in the sign of Aquarius and your South node in the sign of Leo. Okay. So let me start with the South node. Okay. The South node is basically your natural ability. So I always say the example, like, you know, Whitney Houston, like, not everybody, you can go try singing for the next 50 years. You're probably never going to sing as good as Whitney Houston. It's like a natural gift. It's like we were brought to these plants with natural things. People are like, how do you do that? It's like, I don't know. I just freaking do it. So yeah. in this case, you have it in the sign of Leo. So Leo is so charismatic, so creative, so entrepreneurial, so is uh, comfortable um, being in the spotlight, being, um, warming other people. So it's, Leo's ruled by the sun. So his gift is he knows how to warm the hearts of his audience. So it's like they see you as Scorpio, but then you have this natural charisma of just like warming them, which is so different than Scorpio because Scorpio has like, they have a tendency to have some coldness to them. So here you are going, well, I love to swim in the deep end of the pool. And I like to research things till I'm blue in the face with my Gemini, but I know how to bring the sunlight to people to bring them towards me. So that's a natural gift. So if you're not currently, you know, uh, kind of owning your own spotlight, so to speak, and using your charisma to kind of lighten the heaviness of maybe the things that you're here to teach, I would definitely bump that up a notch of really embracing Leo and that natural ability of yours. Yeah, I've been speaking a little bit more and I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm speaking on Friday. I'm comfortable doing it. I, um, I, I have the moment of doubt afterwards because I'll be like, everybody else brought like actual facts and I was speaking on this esoteric, you know, but then people come to me later and tell me how it, it affected them. And I'm like, those are my kismet people. Yes. Yeah. 
Okay, so the challenge. Okay, so that's your yes. natural ability, but you have a destiny, and obviously with a the destiny, there's always a challenge. Okay, so when you the North Node and the South Node, obviously they're polar opposites. So you have your Leo is your South Node, but then your Aquarius is your North Node. Okay, so this is your challenge. Mm-hmm. Aquarius is ruled by Uranus. Uranus is the frigging rebel. Okay, it's here. <laughs> it's like nobody's gonna mess with me. I'm gonna do what I want. If I want to challenge the status quo, I'm gonna do it. Um, and so your, your life path involves balancing your warmth and spotlight with Leo and being a team player with Aquarius. Okay. So Aquarius is very, um, I see, I see them as social. I see them. I always think of like Aquarius is like, Oh, she was the girl with like purple hair in like high school. You know, she was the one that like thought differently. She kind of went her own way. She had her own unique personal style. Um, but she likes people. You know, she's an air sign. She's a chitty chatty, just like, you know, uh, Gemini. So the goal here is for you to kind of, how do I say, don't hold back being avant-garde in the way that you speak in the way that you dress in the way that you brand yourself like don't be afraid to like go there because that's where the destiny is kind of like going to reveal itself it's like where the you know the the door is going to open finally and like all the clients are going to pour in is because of that individuality from aquarius Yeah, that's great. That's definitely something else I challenge myself with because I definitely have a look. I mean, I'm not the avant-garde one. I'm the hippie one. But um, I also am in the corporate world. So I always kind of temper how do I show up? How do I look? How do I make myself look more corporate? So, yeah. So I think that's the challenge here is like if we're going to, you know, truly step into our higher calling and truly live out our higher self, we've just got to be ourselves 100%. And, and that's it were- showing up even if it feels like, you know, I shouldn't be wearing my, 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 my flowy hippie dress today. Um, you just do it anyway because the door, the, it's like, you know, when other people see someone else stepping into Um, who they really are, what you're really doing is you're giving other people permission to step into who they really are. Mm, That's beautiful. Yeah, that's really good wisdom right there because that is so true and what I tell my clients, but I sometimes forget in myself. So, and the other thing about Aquarius is that, you know, they're the pioneers. So like, you're really about to embark on something that's it's never been done. And if it's, you know, been slightly done, it's never been done in the way that you're here to do it. Um, so don't be afraid to uh, try out a few things. You know, don't be afraid to, you know, make a few missteps just to like kind of see what works. You know, I, it's like, I'll say like a silly little example here. Um, so I post like, you know, inspirational like quotes or I like, you know, some law of attraction stuff on my Instagram. And I, every time I, use the word, this is so stupid, but like every time I use the word shit, like mm-hmm. the kismet clients just like come out of like the woodworks. And it's like, okay, <laughs> like I guess I'm just going to like use the word shit every now and again. It's like, you know, it's maybe it's not like a normal, you know, vocabulary for me, but it's like, I'm just going to own the fact that, you know, I am real and this is not about showing up and being perfect. It's about showing up and being yourself. So anytime that you feel like, 
should I go, you know, should I go all the way over to this side? The answer should be try it out. Just see what, because you might be surprised to learn that you get even more people talking to you after you're done speaking. You get more direct messages on Instagram. You get more people commenting on your blog. Um, every time you go that one extra mile to be the, the visionary and the pioneer of your movement. Hmm. Fascinating. Okay. Two more things. I really want to, uh, well, I'm just going to cover the 12th house cause this is like the most important, I always say the best for last. Um, but this is like one of the most important aspects when I do business astrology It's your 12th house and your 12th house is, um, it's your house of karmic debt. It's your house of limiting beliefs. It's your subconscious mind. Uh, so when we are building a business around our higher calling, we've got like, we've got our own stuff to work out. We all do. And when we look at the 12th house, what we're really looking for is, you know, what do I need to work through in order to get me to that next stage of spiritual development? And when you look at the 12th house, what it's really asking us to look for is who are we? And what do I need to work through in my life to get me to that next stage? And simultaneously, when I'm working through it, I'm helping my kismet client work through their stuff too. Mm. So your, your kismet client actually becomes a healer for you. Yes, you are being of service to them, but they are actually helping you to work through some of the junk that we've brought, been brought to this planet to work through. So for example... Your, you have your 12th house in the sign of Libra. So Libra is the balancing scales. Um, she is another air sign. She loves beauty. She is the goddess of love. She is the goddess of law of attraction. Um, anything that will appeal to all of the six senses, okay? So the, you know, clairvoyance, you know, smell, taste, all those things. She really wants things to be visually stimulating. She wants it to taste the best. She wants it to feel the best. So when you're looking towards your kismet client, you know, who is this person that is born to buy what I was brought to this planet to teach? And you think about Libra. Okay, so let's just break down Libra because now we're like to me, I'm thinking about like a sales page. I'm thinking about what are these products? What is this course you're going to create? Well, mm -hmm. Libra, she has a hard time making decisions. Mm. You know, she's not grounded. Um, she's highly gifted in her creativity. So when you're like showing up as Scorpio, remember your rising sign, we're kind of coming full circle here. When mm -hmm. you're showing up as Scorpio and you're swimming in the deep end, you are peaking a part uh, of, of Libra's interest because Libra doesn't always swim in the deep end of the pool. She, that's just not her natural um, state. Her natural state is let's make everything beautiful around us. Let's get out in nature. Um, let's get our hair and our nails done. Like she's really, uh, there's like this real peacefulness to Libra. Whereas Scorpio comes in, it's like, but there's some inner stuff that we need to do. And there's some deep stuff that we need to go through, Libra. So she's like, okay, well, what, should, what are you talking about? My assistant's like laughing right now. Like, what are you doing? Like, so we're basically taking Libra on a spiritual escapade. You know, we're really showing her like, look, let's take all this beautiful gifts of, 
you know, ba balanced life and beauty and nature and all that stuff. And now let's take it to the next level. Let's take it to the quantum level. Let's take it into a place where now we are swimming into the deep end of the pool. And what's going to happen is a transformation, a transformation of whatever problem you're here to solve. So let's say that you are here, to, like you said, building people's business, or maybe you're helping people to find their soulmate. So in order for her to have whatever that problem is that she's having solved, she has to swim in the deep end. And it's something that she's been avoiding. Mm. Mm. That um, really speaks to me as well, because I, I see where Libra is in my life and in my surface friend life in my, in my prior life and how I've always been trying to get to go deeper. Like I, that's why I'm a coach. Cause I like to ask questions to get people to go deeper and go beyond the surface of, cause I can talk nails right, right there with the best of them, but to go to that deeper route of what's really inside of you and to be able to have everyone see what that beauty is like. Once you get past the surface of being female and gossip or whatever that is. I don't have time for that. And I don't want people to, to spend their, their, um, spend their greatness on that. Yeah. Well, can you see now that the more that you help your client with swimming in the deep end of the pool, you work through your own stuff. You work through your own karmic debt at the same time. Isn't that always how it works? Every <laughs> client's like exactly where I'm like, shit, that's what I'm working on right now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's great. Courses and this content, because I know one of the questions you have is like, mm -hmm. you know, what is these courses? You know, what is it that I'm here to teach? Well, now that we know, because I will say without a shadow of a doubt, the who is the most important part of your business. It's more important than what you sell. So if you know that this woman is this peaceful warrior. She's beautiful. She's out in nature. She's probably meditating. She's probably doing like healthful things. Um, and she's creating and she's, you know, she's maybe she's a designer or she's an artist or what fashionista, whatever. But there's something in her that still doesn't like when she lays her bed, lays her head and on her pillow at night, or when she takes a shower, there is still a part of her that doesn't feel whole. It's because there's a deeper vortex that hasn't been all the way shown to her. She's not sure what those next steps are. That's where your higher calling becomes, you know, the problem that she's, that she wants solved. I love that, yes! Angel. You put it perfectly. And I feel like that is exactly what I've been focusing on my client with saying lean out, imposter fraud, all of that. Like find your deeper self, find who you are and work from that space. So I love how you put it all together. Didn't know what I was walking into, but it's fabulous. Okay, so we need a game plan because I said I want to make sure you have All right. and now we need a game plan. Okay, so yes. what's next for you? What do you see happening after this call? Well, the fabulous thing is, is I realized on Friday, I spent eight hours working on my website and I wish I had taken your advice because at the end of the day, I'm like, I needed to get my ass out of that seat and take a walk at one o'clock 
when I was four hours in as opposed to eight hours in because I wasted an entire day spinning my mm. wheels. And what I've decided is I have to create a new website. I've been meaning to do it for a really long time, but, um, but I, I now I'm forced to do it. And that really allows me to hone in on what this creative vision looks like because I have people hitting my website, but they're not translating. And, um, and, and I know that when I, when I show up, when I, um, am out in public, that's where I get the most clients and it's not translating to the people who are reaching my website. So it's how do I show up there? That's also reaching out to people. Um, so it's definitely working on that based on this new vision of how I want to show up. So just keep in mind, so, okay, your homepage of your website is all about your kismet clients. So I always see people's websites and it'll be like all about them and who I am. It's like, okay, they don't care about that. They care about their problems. So just keep in mind, like you can introduce yourself, but make the whole page like, are you a creative genius? You know, do you, do you um, appreciate beauty in nature? Are you someone that people go to, um, to bounce ideas off of? You're basically, you might want to Google like all the characteristics of Libra and just basically add those bullet points to your homepage. If this sounds like you, welcome to my crazy world. Like I'm going <laughs> to dig deeper and find that, you know, whatever that ends up being, but just kind of pick out all the positive things about who this person is and how she's so lovely. She's a lovely person, but she's got some things that, you know, that are keeping her up at night. And the problem really is we just need to go deeper. Mm -hmm. Love that. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's, um, I think that's where I need to focus. And um, I really like this as well because it's given me clarity on what I've known to be true, but I like that the other planets are like, yes, this is why you feel this way. And it's okay because this is who you are. And I've known that part of my journey is my meditation and going inwards with what I know, along with all the books that I read and everything else and finding that balance. So um, I love this angel. It's like giving me a little bit of permission to get out there and do what feels true to me. But in this land of comparison and seeing what everybody else is doing, you question what, what your path is. So yeah. Yay. Fabulous. I'm so glad. So I'm assuming that we can close our session today. You've got your breakthrough and you have your game plan. Ready to go. Yeah. 30 minutes. Snap, snap, snap. Boom, boom, boom. And it was, and it was fun. It was super fun. You cracked me up. So I love that as well. That's a fun way to spend a half hour. Well, I want to thank you so much for being a part of the Rising Star Project. I think this was another successful session, and I am assuming that the people that are listening right now are like, wow, I think I need to look at my astrological birth chart because there's a lot of hidden gems, especially in that 12th house, because like I said, it is about the who. If we just focus every, if we woke up every single day, Jessica, and we thought about how do we help this person, how do I help Libra, you will have the most success you will ever need in your life if you make it about that kismic client. I love it. And thank you to you. And yes, all you people call Angel and get yours so that she can help you too find your who. So yes. So cute. All right. Thank you so much for being a part of the project. Thank you to our listeners. And I look forward to our next episode uh, in the next week. Thank you. 
Do you find yourself holding back your true authentic self to fit into someone else's box? What if for a moment you stepped fully into who you are, your dress, attitude, sass, and all, and let people see just how bright your light truly is? Like Jessica, she knows her talents and embraces her spotlight. But when you're ready to step fully into your purpose, you can't step into it halfway. It's all the way or not at all. With her Scorpio ascendant portraying to her audience that swimming in the deep end of the pool is where they'll find the answers to their problems, it was just the bright light she needed to walk her own talk. By digging deeper to discover the mysteries of life, what we find are the mysteries we needed to solve within ourselves. Take a moment to look inside. You just might find a part of you that has been waiting to grow into the person you will become. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.